Jeremy who said it. Uh, this is Jeremy Alfonso. <laughs> um, folks, remember you can catch us um, on Spotify and Apple Music on the podcast section, or I guess Apple Podcasts. DJ Life, check us out. Six episodes deep. We're also on Instagram, <laughs> which we're still trying to figure out the password to get into our Instagram. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah, I'm so bad at Instagram and social media. Tell we really need Jeremy to take over. Just tell them our predicament here. I basically was drunk when I created the DGen Life uh, Instagram, and I don't remember the password. Okay, sounds like pretty much every day of his life. So I emailed Instagram. They haven't got back to me, and I sat there for 30 minutes and typed in every password I thought it could possibly be. So obviously we're still in the rough going of uh, you know <laughs> our podcast here. Also, just to mention, we're trying a new situation or setup here. Yeah. Where um, even though I'm seeing a video feed of Lucas right now, he's in complete darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and he just shined a light on his face. So this is great. I basically um, didn't want to go into the city on my day off. So I downloaded the platform to record us. And we're trying to record from home so I can I can relax a little. But So here we are. We're trying it out. Hopefully it doesn't sound you, too shitty. At least you have a beer in hand. I do have a beer in what hand. What are you drinking? I'm drinking the Lagunitas uh, Ale. So. Like the regular Lagunitas. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Oh, that's definitely not a regular Lagunitas. Now that I can Just see it. Just shut up. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> so we're going to go over a recap like we always do. Uh, yeah. If you listened last week, Lucas is obviously down in the dumps. Yeah, I've been doing my pick sober. That's what I'm drinking right now. Um, Got it. I'm trying any anything and everything. I've had, I, you know, started off strong with three straight weeks of winning, and the past two have been terrible. So. Your bookie must love you. Yeah, go go screw yourself. And then I didn't have a terrible week, um, but for sure went one-on-one. So uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to recap our picks really fast, compare them to how Coward did last week, just to compare us to a pro. Again, pros versus Joes. Pros versus Joes. Perfect. And then, uh, and then we're just going to talk a little sports here because just some crazy stuff going on. Should man, game seven. No game better seven. game in sports. Nothing easy. We're going to game seven, baby. Game seven. No, no better words to say in sports than game seven. No, I called in sick yesterday. Uh, our friend Josie, my, my fearless coworker, my fearless leader, wasn't too happy. Lover. Lover. Yeah, she has her moments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope she hears this. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, a lot of people probably were on the same train as you. And uh, what a game. Yeah, I actually won six and seven, my bets. Game six there, and seven. There we go. So, I mean, just real quick. Max Scherzer, Hall hmm. of Fame or not? Yes or no? I, I I'm going to say yeah. You got. He's got to be in. He's right? got to be. A, it's a lock at this point. Yeah, I mean, he sh- clearly shot his neck up with cortisone to come pitch game seven. So you got to respect that. Uh, he's had a hell of a career. It's honestly so crazy to look back at that 2014 Tigers pitching staff. Ridiculous. And how did they? How did the Giants sweep, sweep them? them? 
Pablo coming out with the three homers in one game. Insane, insane. So, I, honestly, I'm a huge Max Scherzer fan. I had him on my fantasy team this year. He led me to a title. Uh, yeah, he has that, whatever that's called when you have two different colored eyes. I can't remember the name of that. But he only adopts dogs who also have two different color eyes. You made that up, didn't you? No, true story. Really? Fun fact of the pod today. Really? Yeah. Yeah, hey, if I can't win at bets, I'll just give you random facts about eyes and shit. You ready? You ready for this? I'm Mm going to drop it. You ready? Let's hear it. Heterochromia aridum. Oh, yeah, heterochromia aridum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's that. Yeah, and what a game. Um, Did you hear about the guy? What's his name? Mattress Mac? Mattress Mac, yeah. Have you heard about this guy before? No, I, I, this is the first time I've heard of him was uh, going into the series. So I guess this guy has bet? $12 million. $12 million. I thought it was a $1 million. No, 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 no. He was in for oh. 12 He was He was in for 10 and then after game three when the Astros won in D.C., he put another $2 million on him. Now, was it to win the entire series or was it per game that he was betting? No, to win the entire series. So he lost to flat out $12 mil. Um, it was to win about 20 because he's been doing it for over the course of about six weeks. So he had them at odds. Yeah. He had them at odds late in the season. Um, once they got into the playoffs, he bet more clearly and 12 uh, 12 million. Do you think he's just, he's probably killed himself at this point. (laughs) He claims to have hedged his bets in terms of promoting his business so he's saying that the promotion and the sales he'll get from everything that's going on with the series, will he'll come out almost even. What does he do? Mattress Mag, man. He sells mattresses. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe all all betting. Uh, there was a member, an Orange Theory member, who came in and is from Houston, and he said he hates him. He said his, his sales tactics are questionable, but... Anyways, yeah, uh, this so guy. He's a Houston native. Houston native, mattress Mac from Houston. Yeah, yeah lost twelve that's, mil. That's that's the that's the the rush you live for, right there. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I always say the bigger the bet, the better. He was claiming to he was going to uh, donate a large sum of it. Yeah, was, whatever. People talk these days. They always want to show their bets, but they never want to show their losses. I mean, his was pretty pretty public. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk about last week. Um, we're not going to go over all our picks. Let's just say what we got. Um, yeah, I'm not going I, over that. I believe I went four and five in college, but my for sure of San Jose State, let's go Spartans hit. Yeah, one. Not just hit, they won outright. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, by the way, they're playing Boise this week, and I'm not going to be fooled. <laughs> we have an NFL for me. I went one and two, not that good, and my uh, for sure did not hit. But the two unders that we gave you on NBA last week for Thursday did hit. So, overall, if you did follow us, at least on my picks, not too bad. Lucas, how'd you do? Yeah, I hope you guys followed Jeremy if you were to follow anyone. I went 2-1 and one on those NBA picks we were making. I took Detroit outright over, I believe, the Hawks. Uh, but I won the Rockets under, and I won the other game. I was the Warriors to lose against the Clippers. I had a pretty bad beat. My bad beat of the weekend was my Thursday night teaser to get back on my feet. I needed SMU to cover three and a half to wrap it up. And they gave up a 96-yard touchdown and two-point conversion to only win by three with four minutes left in the game. That hurt. Yeah, it was pretty painful. So, Are you watching it? No, I was, I was out getting drinks, and I pulled up 
my app to check the score, and I was like, oh, cool, four minutes left, and then it updated to 96-yard touchdown, two-point conversion. What's worse, watching it and seeing it happen or checking your phone thinking you're good and then you update the score and it happened? Update the score, I think. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Watching it, I try and like mentally trip him or something as he was running. <laughs> like we talked about in episode one. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm pretty sure I went about three and six on the weekend. Okay. I'm going to give myself three and six. Well, we got to get rolling this weekend, man. We, we can't do. be giving these people shitty picks. I know. This has been rough. Um, can you give us a recap of Coward by any chance? Coward went one and four. Perfect. Yeah. So I actually did not take a picture of his picks. He had, I think his only winning pick was the Eagles to cover against the Bills, and they won outright. He had the Lions to cover against the Giants. He had the Panthers to cover against the Niners, which was one of my picks. That was one of the Madden picks of the week. Okay. Sounds good. Well, let's see if we can stack up our odds against uh, week eight and get a little better here. I think we should just get right into the right into the heat of things. Yeah, man. I mean, okay, so should we talk about – did you make any picks on Monday night? Let's see. What was Monday night? It was Dolphins-Steelers. I did, actually. The o- Yeah, the only way to brave a – that shitty of a Monday night is to place a little bit of money on it. Yeah, I actually opted to work uh, instead of watch that game. Well, I was I was working, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I did. I took Dolphins plus the points, which was a close cover. Yeah, it ended up being it. They started out 14-0, coming out hot. Ryan Fitzmagic against uh, who was back? Mason Rudolph was making his return for the Steelers. Correct. We're fighting fighting in that division to uh, catch up to the Ravens. but yeah, Which is crazy because, I mean, how are the Steelers even doing this? You know, I don't know. Their defense is kind of finally coming along. Finally, after what, like four or five years without, you know, I mean, wish they would have had it when they had Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Big Ben. Yeah, it's crazy how it just can completely flip like that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, had the, I had the cover there, and then I also took – the over, which missed, I think, by half a point. It was close. Right. Yeah, it was like around – I think the over-under was like around 42, 43. But I also teased both picks. So I had three different picks, and okay. I teased both the spread and the uh, over-under towards the over. So I hit pretty much two out of three on Monday night. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went I went three for three. So I finally got off to a good start. I've been doing small bets since then because I am sick of losing these past two weeks. I did the Dolphins to cover, I did the Dolphins in a two-team teaser and the under, and then I did a three-team teaser, uh, Dolphins and two basketball games, just for fun. Perfect. Yeah, I know. Sounds good. Finally. Okay, start the week off right, shit. I know, man. I don't like betting on NBA. NBA season has started, so I've been doing these little two-team teasers for the NBA, and it started hot in these last two picks, the last couple nights. I've just thrown a little throwing a little 20 bucks on them and it's tough man nba is so weird well it's still really early and here's here's something i want to ask your opinion on is did you know there or did you see that Kawhi had already gone through a load management sit the other day yeah so i put the clippers plus 10 against the utah jazz in my teaser last night and they sat Kawhi, which i knew they were sitting him i was hoping they'd still cover the 10 which they didn't they lost by i think like 13 but. Yeah, and I mean, 
Well, it's not even November first. I know they're saying he's only they're they're going to try and play him only for about sixty games of the eighty-two. Is what I heard. Well, and I I can see why. I don't think Paul George is back. No, he's not. He's out for like the first like month, I believe. But I could see them flip flopping. Maybe like if they play a game on, and then a guy gets a night off, and then another guy gets a night off, because those those two guys could play by themselves with that team, and they'd still win. Yeah, and Coward was talking about the whole load management thing, and how Adam Silver has really tried to diminish the load management by decreasing back to back games and yeah, he hasn't trying done to be though. pro player, but. You know, quite sat, it was middle of the week, and it was game seven of the World Series. Like, if you're going to sit any game, that's going to be the game. You're not sitting the the TNT games on the weekend. Some teams aren't doing it anyways, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're like LeBron and you're, you just want to play with your son in five years and you've given up um, on being a good person, then, yeah, <laughs> then you sit whenever. All right. So, I, I think we should move on, and let's go ahead and start up with some Thursday stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I've actually got a couple. That's good, man. Yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> so I'll start it off. Tonight, NBA. Um, haven't checked any of the inactives or who's sitting out tonight. Just based off line movement, Denver is visiting New Orleans. Am I reading this correctly? New Orleans doesn't have a win yet? No. Really? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Dude, they've had some – they've looked really good in some games. I know. They look solid, but obviously uh, they're missing side on for some while. 0-4, um, yeah. You're right, 0-4. Yeah, Denver, Denver making their way into New Orleans. Totals dropped tremendously from 227 to 223.5. People are still shading towards the over. I'll take that under, and Denver plays great defense. Um, so I'm leaning under on this game. Yeah, you said 224? It's at 223.5. Now it's dropped a lot. So if, you, uh, if you're not comfortable with how much it's dropped, totally okay. Yeah, Pelicans have actually been scoring a lot of points and giving up a lot of points. But like Jeremy said, Nuggets, one of the best defensive teams in the league. Absolutely. Uh, coming off a game last night, they are going to be on the road. You know, I, like I said, talking basketball, <laughs> I'm not feeling super confident these past couple weeks. So I would stay away from it, but do what you got to do. Denver didn't play last night, by the way. Was that two nights ago? Yeah, it was two nights ago. It's okay. I got one more for you. Um, I'm leaning Spurs against the Clips tonight, plus four and a half. It's only dropped half a point. Everybody loves the Clip show. New Kings of L.A. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio still sitting there just doing their thing. I don't even know who plays for them anymore. DeMar DeRozan's still there. Um, but, yeah, I like Spurs to cover four and a half points last game of the night. Only three games on the slate, so. Yeah, DeMar, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan, Jesus, drinking, drinking in a dark closet, man. It's tough. <laughs> the setting is amazing. You got, <laughs> yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge. You got to love Aldridge. They're an old team. Uh, they got DeJounte Murray, kind of their youngin'. Oh, yeah, he came back this year. Yeah, he had the, I think, torn ACL or something last year. Correct. Uh, Kawhi, you know, coming off the of load management. Clippers are deep, but if anyone's going to set their team up for a good game, it's going to be Popovich. Absolutely. Probably just going to be hammered off red wine on the bench. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. Cool. Let's move on to Thursday Night Football. Let's do it. I'm feeling okay. a little better about that. I think you got something for us. Go ahead and give it to us. Yeah, I'm going to take – man, I've lost a couple weeks here on the San Francisco 49ers. I took them minus 9.5 at Washington. Uh, that rain made it only a nine-point game. There was a missed field goal from pretty close. 
the Cardinals did not cover the over, which you had. Who were they playing last week? Saints. Yeah. They got just demolished. That Saints D is, is very good. Obviously, the 49ers defense in that D-line has been ridiculous. Cardinals have a very uh, short passing attack. The over-under, I'm only seeing it at about 44. Yeah, 43 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take the over in this game. It's an indoor really? game. Yeah, it's an indoor game. Um, I think the Cardinals are going to be able, be able to move the ball better than they did against the Saints a week ago. I think the Saints have better linebackers and DBs. Obviously, the Niners' D-line is ridiculous. Uh, Kyler's so quick, and he's good at getting the ball out quick. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Okay. Yeah, I think I think San Francisco can really kind of get their offense flowing now. Obviously, last week, I mean, they just destroyed Carolina, and they look so smooth. One game, crazy. Kyle Shanahan is the man. Yeah, he really is. Uh, Tevin Coleman, four freaking touchdowns. Uh, sorry for any fantasy players that had to face that. Um, but with Emmanuel Sanders, obviously they game plan for him. And I think they finally got that piece, that complimentary piece. Mm-hmm. I don't like the total. I'm going to stay away from it. I did put a sugar cookie on the Niners to cover. Okay. Just it's moved so much. Um, Arizona's missing not only David Johnson, but Chase Edmonds Chase as well. Edmonds, yeah. So newly acquired Kenyon Drake from the Dolphins is going to be the running back. Okay. O-line's not that good. Kyler is probably going to be running for his life the entire game. So I'd rather just kind of stick to or excuse me, San Francisco covering this one. Yeah, I'm interested to see the matchup of the old men. Uh, I really want to see Richard Sherman covering Fitzgerald around sick, the field. Super sick matchup. Didn't think of that. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, two of the, I mean, seemingly like smartest and well-spoken players in the league. They've been around. Super intelligent guys. I stand by, I think Larry Fitzgerald next to Jerry Rice has maybe the most sure hands in NFL history. That guy is... He's legit. He catches everything. There was a post, I think Bleacher Report posted, and they they listed like five guys of who you'd want to see go to a contender. I think one of them was like AJ Green, and definitely one of them was Larry Fitzgerald, and I didn't even care who the other people were at Larry Fitzgerald. To me, like I love to see people play in one place the entire time, like Tom Brady and shit. Yeah, he's a a lifer. I'd love to see Fitzgerald, maybe even just stay, and maybe if Arizona gets better, but him to be on a contender would be sick. Yeah, he's a Cardinals lifer. I I think you get to a point where I think he just realizes that it's more important for him to stay around that Cardinals environment. And yeah, he's I mean they'll build a Larry Fitzgerald statue outside of that stadium someday. Oh, oh they will. Let's move on to uh, college. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. What do you got? Let me pull up my notes. If you have anything right in front of you, please go. Well, I don't think I have anything on Friday. Or even tonight. Actually, I do have something tonight. Excuse me. <laughs> Nothing like some Thursday night college. Um, oh, yeah. App State, App State playing amazing right now. Yeah. Uh, 7-0. and Obviously, they are just rocking things. Scoring some points. Yep. Georgia Southern uh, making their way visiting. Okay. Total opened at uh, 50. It's dropped considerably to 43.5. And, and there's going to be some serious wind in this game, which I think is playing into that as well as App State open at minus 18, and they dropped to 14 and a half. So really big swings. I'm leaning under here, and I'm leaning Georgia Southern to cover. And if you want, tease it. 
So get more points on the Georgia Southern side and mm-hmm. get more points for the under. And I think that's a money money pick right there. That's your money pick of the week? Mm, money pick not, of Thursday. Not my, it's not my for sure. Money but, pick know. of Thursday. Yeah, I love this one. Yeah, you got to love some Thursday college football because you can throw it in a teaser with a little NFL if you don't feel confident. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring up our Kansas Rock Chalk Jayhawks, uh, the team that Jeremy's been riding this whole season. Don't do it because that's one of mine. Okay. Well, can hey. we do this together? Uh, yeah, we can. I wanted to talk about that game last week and how oh amazing it was. These oh, guys. These guys. They were playing Texas Tech. I took them straight up, and it was plus six. And I won, I, I took them straight up, so I needed them to win. And they went to kick a field goal with the game tied with about five seconds left to end it. And, of course, it gets blocked. And I'm sitting there like, damn it, now let's, I have to sweat out overtime. Texas Tech player picks up the ball. There had to be over five seconds, actually, now that I think about it. Picks up the ball. He's running around. He freaks out, thinks he has a player behind him. Pitches it to no one. <laughs> Kansas picks up the fumble and then makes the shortened field goal. And I'm sitting there. I I FaceTime Jeremy. I'm freaking out. It was this amazing. This is a better's dream. A better's dream. Better's These dream. are the scenarios you play out in your head. Finally, I was on the right side of something. But, uh, yeah, it's Kansas at Kansas State who looked great. Uh, they upset Oklahoma, number five team in the country. I thought Oklahoma was a surefire playoff team. Kansas State, known for their defense. I like the over. I I really respect Kansas' quarterback, over set at 55. I think it's going to just be gunslinging the ball around, uh, I'm, so I'm taking the over. I kind of like the under. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, so we're against each other. Uh, yeah, but I, I thought you were going with Kansas plus the points. Oh, well, no, hey. Okay, oh, so I'm, our, I'm uh... definitely leaning under in this situation. Okay, this is our FU Jeremy game of the week, so we yeah, can exactly. bet on this. Yeah, All right, fuck cool. off Jeremy game of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 50, it opened at 57.5. It's dropped 2.5 points. Most people yep. are shading towards the over. So I got it. I mean, I'm not going to put in a bet, but I would lean against it. So people are do... shading to the over, but the but the money has made it go under. Exactly. It's dropped okay. 2 points. So that's a um, Kansas State open at minus six and a half. They've moved to a minus six. Not a lot of movement, but I see it. I want to go with it. I love me some Kansas. I'm going for sure of the week, Kansas plus six. Okay. I mean, hey, I'm rooting for Kansas too. I really want Jeremy to buy a, a jersey at the end of the season. So. Oh, if they, if they win this one, I'll, I'll buy the jersey. I mean, do you hear that, people? I think they do. Okay. Can I say it again? Yeah. I if want I you to buy pick, a jersey. Kansas plus six for sure of the week. For sure. I'm buying a Kansas jersey. You will hopefully see a post on your Instagrams after Jeremy is allowed access to the Instagram, and get, then, get on that. Get then on we'll that. go from there. I'm trying, man. I'm so bad at this. Let's move on. You got another pick where I can uh, maybe I should give you something else. I do. I have a pick. I Let's go. Due to my struggles lately, I'm really falling back on the people I trust in college football and sports betting. So a couple weeks ago, I gave you guys Joel Klatt's two picks of the week, which at the time were Texas Tech plus 11 against Baylor and Texas plus 11 against Oklahoma. This week, the little nugget he dropped on us was Washington at home plus three and a half against Utah. So Utah absolutely obliterated my for sure of the week with Cal. I didn't realize their true freshman quarterback was that terrible. Uh, that really hurt. 
But Washington at home, uh, you got to respect Chris Peterson in big games. So now you know his name. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, what you got to do that to me right now? Okay. I'm just joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Washington plus three and a half at home. That was uh, Joel Klatt's upset of the week. So you're going with that one. You like that? I do. I'm assuming you got the other. One. I do. Okay. I, 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 I knew like it. Utah to cover the could three and a half. Tell by your you tone think? of voice. <laughs> if they could, if you could buy a half a point and bring it to the three just for the push, just so you don't lose. I love. Uh, the, I love the half a point on my end. So, I know yeah. that's why the half a point is pretty nice on the other end. Yeah. That's what I'm saying to buy a point here. But I, I'm digging Utah. It started at a minus one, so it was almost a pick. Really? I think. Yeah. And I'm. Oh, wow. and, uh, and Utah is looking legit. Last week they smacked Cal. Well, yeah, but I mean, did you watch the game? I watched the game when I was sweating because it was the end of the night. It was my for sure of the week. I was trying to come back, and Cal looked. Cal, I think he completed like he had like forty yards passing the whole game. I mean, it was, it was bad. Well, hey, I mean that's what I'm saying. Utah shut down. Okay. But uh, I would go. I would go Utah in that situation. That's one of my picks actually. Is Utah minus three and a half. Okay. I got one for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Michigan visiting Maryland. Can I test you on what the Maryland uh, mascot is? Terrapins. Terrapins. Yeah. There we go. They're turtles. Yes. Do you remember that basketball player? He was there in March Madness. They were in the tourney. From back in the day? Grievous Vasquez. Oh, yeah. He was so slow. He played for, I think, the Pelicans for a while. Yeah, so the name just popped into my head. Every time I think Maryland, I think him. Nah, I mean, I was a huge, I mean, I'm a huge Rockets fan, which we've talked about. Steve Francis went to Maryland. Uh, Never forget, Steve Francis didn't win it, but Juan Dixon won it for Maryland back in, I think, like 2001, won the NCAA tournament. Okay, there we go. Steve Blake. Damn, you're dropping some names right now. Yeah, man, I got some knowledge, fam. So 56 and a half is where the total opened. It's dropped to 55 and a half. Most people are on the over, but a lot of money is shading toward the under. Okay. I'm going Michigan, Maryland, under 55 and a half. By the way, that's a pretty high total. Okay, yeah, Maryland. Oh, man, Maryland's got a lot of athletes. Uh, they like to kind of spread the ball, use a lot of motion, um, get trying to get their athletes in space. It looked good early on, and then I think they – who'd they play? They lost – badly to a couple of teams. Minnesota, fifty two to ten. Okay. Can I get another one? There was one earlier. Purdue, Purdue forty to fourteen. Mm. Yeah. Uh Michigan Penn State fifty nine to zero. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, Michigan known for their run defense. Uh yeah, I like it. I like Michigan cool. to cover convincingly. Convincingly. We finally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. I only got two more, so if you want to sneak one in, let's get it. Uh, I was surprised to see SMU with points. Yeah, well, they've, you know, kind of did, did me dirty a couple of weeks, but they're actually getting points. This line is sneaky. Yeah, it's an interesting one. They're on the road against Memphis, who is ranked 24th in the nation. They're 7-1. and one. Uh, Memphis's only loss came against Temple, 30-28. to 28. They were at Temple. SMU obviously beat Temple by 24 two weeks ago. I just I can't I can't bet against an undefeated SMU team with a fifth-year veteran quarterback. I don't care where they are. Memphis puts up a lot of points. SMU kind of gives up a lot of points, but the over/under set at 71 and a half. At least that's where I'm seeing it. 
Earlier, I saw SMU plus six. Yeah, I'm seeing plus six right now, and I'm seeing the total at 72. How, I am just surprised by this line. This is one of those lines where I probably should go against myself. No, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's Vegas. So cra- what does so Vegas crazy. know that I don't know? It almost it's seems so, too it's easy. It's so crazy that you, you almost want to second-guess yourself. Yeah, it's like Memphis, like, play the run-pass option well because I, SMU I no is like idea. a lot of run-pass options. But, gosh, I know. Now, it, I'm, now I'm second-guessing myself. Well, it's moved a lot. Here's what I would say. If I did bet on this, which I'm not going to, I would go SMU. Yeah. Well, but it just – the fact that it's so – it's moved so much in the opposite direction towards yeah. Memphis, I it's, have to second-guess it. Well, yeah, then I'm, then I'm scared. But I'm going to stick with my gut. I got my anti-Lucas pick of the week coming up. So. Oh, boy, anti-Lucas. This is new. Yeah, this is something I'm trying out considering I've done so bad lately. Uh, it's when I see a line and I love it, and then I'm like, no, you're an idiot. You've been doing terrible. Go the complete opposite of what you love. So do that with every pick you mentioned. Essentially, yeah. Okay. Sadly, that's where I'm okay. at. Okay. Well, I'm gonna so move I'm going to move on unless you have anything else on that. Game. Well, no, no, no. That's not my. I, I got my anti pick coming oh, up the right now. Oregon's at USC. <sighs> I initially you go was Oregon, like, don't you? no. I initially saw the over under and I was like, sixty two and a half. It's going over. I'm like, it's going to be a lot of points. Both teams have been scoring a lot of points lately. Um, USC gave up a lot of points last week. And then I'm like, no, you're an idiot. The over's too easy. Bet the under. So I think it's randomly going to be a defensive game. Actually, I don't. I think it's going to be overs. That's why I'm betting the under. So there's your anti-Lucas pick of the week. Okay. Okay. So you're going to go under on that game. I'm going to go under 62. If I were to bet it, that's what I would do. I just wouldn't do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I should probably wouldn't do it, shouldn't do it, and I'm going to do it. Because that's where I'm at. Okay, I got two more for you. Yeah, let's hear it, man. Uh, University of Georgia. Ooh. In Florida. Okay. Both teams only have one loss. Both ranked in the top ten. Obviously going to be a, a pretty big showdown here. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really love Georgia to cover Ooh. the six and a half points. <laughs> Touchdown. A lot of people are shading towards Florida. Sixty-five oh, percent. But the money has now pushed Georgia from a minus three and a half to a minus six and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Where the game's at Florida. Correct. What's the weather looking like? Weather Haven't germ. Checked. Weather germ. Come on, Let's man. Go. That's I your... can find it right now. Yeah. Seven miles per hour. Oh, it's nothing. Wind. Overcast. Sixty-five degrees. No, so beautiful. I don't think it has it doesn't anything get much to do better. with the weather. It does not get much better in Gainesville. Okay. Um. Tim Tebow is reportedly going to paint his body and run up and down the sidelines uh, dressed as a gator. Um, no, that's why not. I was – now I know I made that up. That's oh, why I, I was – I love that. <laughs> if anything, on this one, folks, I love a little two-team teaser, and I would take the gators at about 12.5 to 13 and the under. I just okay. – I'm not sold on Georgia. Georgia's like such a hit-or-miss team. I love Jake Fromm. I think he is the next Drew Brees type of player. He sees the field so well. He's got great touch. A little bit undersized. He's only pushing six foot. But he is the essence of a quarterback. He is he is great. Okay. But they've been 
the tale of two teams. The first half, sometimes they've had some really close games, then they break out in the second half. Obviously, that South Carolina game they lost. But I actually don't even like Florida, but I like their defense. And they have a few athletes on offense where I think they keep it close enough, and it's going to go under. Perfect. Yeah, so there you go. I got one more unless you got another one to sneak in. No, I'm done on college. Cincinnati visiting East Carolina. Okay. Totals opened at uh, 49. Yep. Dropped down two points. Mm. Majority, about 61% are on the over. Okay. That line movement to me, two points. I'll take it. Weather isn't a factor here. The only thing I don't like about this is because we're making our selections so early in the week, and even though it's only Thursday, it's obviously pretty close to Saturday. Yeah. There's only 592 bets taken on this. And so one thing that you want to look at, that I look at, is bet size. How many people are actually betting on the game? Yeah, we actually have more followers on Instagram. <laughs> Almost, damn near. Damn near. Um, so it's a little bit of a sugar cookie for me on this under. It's only because it's moved a lot that I like it. But again, 592 bets is not enough for me to really feel confident. If you're looking at college come, let's say, Thursday, a game, for example, let's just say Michigan and Maryland, it's already almost got 2,500 bets. Wow. So obviously some name carries a little bit of weight with the teams. Uh, yeah, uh, just be careful with that when you guys are looking. Another example, Georgia versus Florida has almost 5,000 bets on it. Whew. So yeah. I, th- I think we're ready for the pros. Yeah, man, let's do it. I was just thinking of, like, the Florida-Georgia line band and, like, how much emphasis? Of course you were. That's uh, why didn't we throw that in there? I don't know. Like, do Florida they bet on the line. game, or do they not? They not sure how to bet on. Like, is there a little civil war amongst members of the band? I don't know. Did we civil war? The Florida Georgia line. Let's look at that line. Anyways, let's move on to uh, NFL. I got one right out the gates, and we're going to London. Oh, that's that. That's my game. That's my for sure of the week. You sound like you're from London. You sound like you're from London. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, let's, I would love to hear your take. Okay. Yeah. I guess it'd be good if I went first so I could hear what your for sure is. Hopefully it's on the same side. I hope so too. Houston and the, uh, the eyeless wonder Deshaun James, I mean, Watson, excuse me, James, I don't know why I said that. Deshaun Watson. DJ, DJW. Deshaun James Watson. <laughs> Maybe that's his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> Open at a minus three. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's actually, let's just, I mean, it's a home game technically for Jacksonville. But remember, for a while, Jacksonville was trying to make that move to London, right? Yeah. So maybe they've got a few more fans. I don't know if that plays a big deal. They've dropped down to a minus one, so it's damn near to pick them. I love Minshew. We've been saying it all season long. He just comes through clutch most times. And I think their defense is okay, even though they haven't been great against number one receivers. Maybe they'll lock down D-Hop. I don't think they'll have Will Fuller another week, and that definitely took a hit on their offense. Okay. Uh, I like Jacksonville money line here. I'm not mad at that pick at all. I, okay. I think that's a great pick. Uh, that's so then not, what's your for sure? That's not my pick. I'm going for sure over <laughs> on this one. Ah. Yeah. So I did I did a little research. You mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars are the home team in this game. Correct. They could they, – they are the home team. They are the home team. They are the Jacksonville London Jaguars – the Jaguars have played the most games in London by far. Since 2013, they've played six games in London. So they've played wow. a game a year. 
the Houston Texans have never played a game in London. They played one game in Mexico City against the Raiders three years ago and lost. I remember that game. Yeah. Yeah, you probably do as a Raiders fan. I'm not a Raiders fan anymore. Don't say that. <laughs> Was Matt McGloin starting for the Raiders in that game? No, no, Matt McGloin only started that uh, playoff game, the wild card against Houston, where we lost. Okay. That was our year, by the way. Was was it your year? Oh, we were looking so solid. I mean, they were looking solid. Anyways. Yeah. So you're I'm, going over here. I I just love that Matt McGloin changed his name to C.J. Beathard and just went across the bay, and he's just <laughs> pretending that he's a whole different person, but really he's C.J. Beathard dressed up in a Niners uniform. Yeah, I'm going over. <laughs> I'm going over. The line, is, I believe, is set around like 43 and a half. No. 44? 46. What? Oh, let me pull this shit up. Oh, yeah, it's at 46. Either way, I don't even fucking care. Um, <laughs> I was looking up all of the Jags games in London. Uh, six games. There has been a total of, I think, 315 points scored, which averages out to 52 and a half points a game. It's Only. Funny. Only one game has gone under 46 points. Money. Yeah, so whatever happens to the Jags, and the Jags were trash back when all this stuff was going down. So whatever happens to that Jags team when they're playing over in England, I think it's going to happen again. Uh, I think the Jags are going to win in a tight one, and I think it's going to go over. Jags owner, you were talking about trying to move that team over there. Shad Khan. Shad Khan. Uh, He also owns an English Premier League team, Fulham. And, uh, yeah, he's got just a stupid amount of money. I was going to say, the guy's got cash. Yeah, it's, like, coming to around $8 billion. Anyways, Jags are the team of London. They thrive over there. Minshew is the man, the myth, the Minshew. Uh, yeah, so I like your pick, and I like my over 46 and a half. Sound like you're from London. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm going to go another game. Yeah, that's that's good. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Uh, we've got the Washington Redskins with uh, his name Bill Callahan. Yeah. Ex. Met Bill Raiders, Callahan. Ex Raiders. Ex Raiders. He coached at University of Nebraska for a minute. I believe he was the coach when they traded Gruden away to the Bucks. Okay. And then lost to Gruden in the Super Bowl. <laughs> was that 2002? Yeah. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, and actually, in... that was one of my first tastes of betting, and obviously lost. Oh wow! What'd you bet on? You know, I probably like bet some friends like ten bucks that the Raiders would win. The Raiders would win. Yeah, it sucked because I paid about fifty bucks, and I bet fifty dollars when you're a freshman in high school is big money. Oh, that's no joke, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember it was in San Diego. I got the flu and watched it very sickly from the couch. Terrible, yeah. terrible game. It was an ugly game. Anyways, Washington's visiting Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They're getting uh, nine and a half points here, shaded down from ten. So opened at ten, it's gone to nine and a half. It's going to be forty-three degrees, and it's going to have fourteen mile per hour winds going from left to right, Whew. which are not a lot, but that's enough to cause a little concern. But yeah. look at both of these offenses. I mean, what can they do really? Not a whole lot. Chris Thompson's still out for Washington, so I, I believe is Keenum still starting for the Redskins. Yeah. Okay. I think Haskins got in a little bit last week. Oh, he but, did? Yeah, but Josh Allen, obviously, you know, the guy's okay, but he'll have his weeks where he just can't not find a receiver. Uh, I really like Washington plus the points, plus nine and a half in this game. 
Keenum is questionable with concussion. Got it. Sounds like it's going to be a Haskins game, which I like actually a little bit more. Yeah, pretty low-scoring game. Well, it's going to be low-scoring, and you're getting almost double-digit points. Yeah. But also, Buffalo now has to prepare for a quarterback that they've never seen with real live game tape, which I think has a little bit to do, just like in baseball, when they see a brand-new pitcher, you automatically think, okay, a team is going to blow these guys up. Yeah. But really, you don't know what they've got. And Haskins, I really like Dwayne Haskins. So, yeah, I like Washington plus nine and a half. Yeah, I think Haskins has a – you know, potentially a bright future. I, lo- I liked him at Ohio State. He's having a tough time. And the Bills' defense is one of the best in the league. Terrible conditions. I wouldn't touch it, but over under 36 and a half, 37. Double digit points. That's tough, man. Double yeah. digits, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little two team teaser type of game, but, but okay. What about Washington teased with the under? Yeah, I like that. Get a little 44 and like, and you know, 15 17, or something. 15? Yeah, 16. Yeah, I'll take that. There you go. What do you got for us, NFL? I like the Carolina Panthers at home bouncing back after that humiliating loss to the Niners. I, you know, obviously, embarrassingly, I took the Panthers plus five and a half off a of bye. But Kyle Allen, who I never loved from the get-go, he was – Big recruit coming out of high school. Didn't really produce that much in college, yet he's the starting quarterback, which he won the job. I mean, you've got um, – who was the quarterback for West Virginia? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, darn. I know this guy too. Will something, right? Will Greer. Greer, thank you. Yep. Yeah, Kyle Allen won the second-string job over Will Greer, who the Panthers took, I think, late in the second. And – has played really well, hasn't turned the ball over, and then he played one of the most explosive defensive lines in the league and just got crushed against the Niners. Destroyed. And he's playing another good defense in the Titans, uh, but I just don't like the Titans' offense. It's one of those teams I can't bet on. The overrunner I'm seeing right now is at 41.5. Panthers minus four at home, but I like the Panthers to cover at home. I'm going opposite. Okay. Can't believe it. I hate betting on Tennessee. I think we both do. I know. They're trash. Well, I don't even know if Tannehill is going to play this week. I mean, either way, I didn't like Tannehill either. Mariota's never lived up to the hype. Right. But I think their defense is solid in Tennessee. Okay. I like the number. If you were able to get the four and a half, I love it. Okay. If you if you get three and a half, I still like it. So I'm going against you here. Weather isn't looking like it's going to be an issue, but not my favorite. I'd be going Tennessee plus the points. Okay. We're going to move on. Yeah. We're going to go to Tampa Bay visiting Seattle. Now, real quick on this weather report, it's going to be partly cloudy. You know, Seattle's always kind of a place you got to worry about. It's going to be wet. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like there's going to be wind. Actually, look, it's going to be a great day, <laughs> which would lean to be an overpick. Yeah. The total's open at 53 and a half. I'm waiting for that butt. But hit me with the butt. Yep, there but, it is. You want it one more time? Sure. But okay, there it total is. Total drop. Total drop two points to fifty-one and a half. Interesting. I like the movement. I like the under. I like Jameis to at least throw a couple picks. Oh yeah, you gotta incorporate one pick six in this game. Absolutely, absolutely. Which doesn't help my under cause, but no. I like the under in this game. He's gonna break a tackle or two, make a terrible decision, 
someone's going to undercut a receiver and just take it to the house. Absolutely. I I would for sure go over in this game. <laughs> <laughs> for that reason, I mean, if the Seahawks are coming off coming off a win that they look like they took their foot off the pedal simply because some are saying Pete Carroll feels bad for Dan Quinn and doesn't want him to get fired in Atlanta. Um, Seattle's offense, I mean, there's no way they should have let the Falcons back into that game. A Matt Schaub-led Falcons. Like Jeremy said, if, I mean, if the weather's not bad in Seattle, Tampa Bay's defense is just not stopping anyone, and they're scoring a lot of points due to the fact no, that they're always in comeback mode. So I would take the over. Cool. Okay, we're going against each other pretty much on damn near every pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got two more. Let's go. I got the Browns at Denver. Um, I still can't. I mean, the Denver to Broncos, to me, are like the Tennessee Titans. So I hate them. <laughs> uh, I think the Cleveland Browns are kind of do or die right now. They lose this game. They are completely out of the playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's a must win. I know they're on the road. I love Denver's D-line, and they played the Colts really tough last week. But I think the Cleveland Browns squeak away with a cover in a tight game. I think they're going to win by more than three. So I'm seeing it at three right now. Only reason I really like this is because they're starting a random gnome-name quarterback for Denver. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and like you said, it's do or die. This is more of a gut call than it is a numbers call for me. And I just think it's – it's just too small to not see Cleveland getting at least a W here, but more so covering the three and a half. Wait, like are they are they starting Drew Locke out of Missouri? No, they're not. That's the funny part is they're not starting Drew Locke. They are starting another guy, a random dude. I have never heard of his name. So Joe Flacco put his foot in his mouth when he was questioning the decision-making of the Denver Broncos? <laughs> I guess so. Staff, you remember that, right? Yes, I do. He, he was putting them on blast. Yeah, just questioning their decision making. It's like Flacco, you look terrible the last two weeks, man. Yeah, like what are you talking about? Yeah, ridiculous. Last I one. Go. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I <laughs> uh, Packers against the Chargers. Okay. Uh, Chargers D line has been picking up. They impressed me last week. Uh, they lost me money in my for sure of the week, even though the the fucking Bears, man. Terrible. The Bears were what? Minus four and a half, I think I took yeah, them at. Minus terrible. four. Terrible. They were in the red zone so many times and kicked so many field goals. Then they were up by six, covering for me in the fourth quarter, and Trubisky ran into his offensive lineman and dropped the ball. Of course, we know uh, Pinero ended up missing the kick. Chargers ended up winning. Um, Packers finally have a balanced offense. Aaron Jones, man. This Aaron guy Jones is, is legit. Insane. Aaron. Aaron times two. They got the Aarons back there. Yeah, Aaron and Aaron. Yeah, Rodgers is looking cut. When Rodgers is out there not running out of bounds and not limping to the sideline and, like, making cutbacks, I'm trusting Aaron Rodgers. Well, the th- did you see the throw to the corner? It didn't even – I thought he was throwing it away. I don't – And Aaron Jones comes down with it. I think it was it Jamal Williams? No. No, that was Aaron Jones. Okay. I I don't think he was throwing it away. I, I, well, I don't think so now, but it looked like it at first. I'm like, oh, he's throwing it away. And then Aaron Jones just comes out of nowhere. Great catch, but even better throw. Yeah, and you had the Chiefs covering in that game, right? Uh, not one of your picks, excuse me, but you had many people betting on the Packers. 
Yes, correct. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I think the Packers no, so wait, will. Where are you going ex- in this game? I, I, I don't know where you're going. I think Packers are going to expose the Chargers and their many problems, and I like Packers to cover. It's only at four right now. It's in Los Angeles. Uh, Chargers just fired Ken Wisenhunt, their offensive coordinator, who was very close friends with Philip Rivers. And I don't think the Chargers really know what they're doing. So, Wasn't he their OC before? He was. And then... He went to Arizona for a head coach job. Well, no, no, no. He was with Arizona before that, took him to the Super Bowl. Then they did a terrible job. He came to the Chargers, or he went to the Broncos when Peyton Manning was there. Ah, got it. Came to the Chargers, wasn't working out, uh, went somewhere else, then just recently came back. But, yeah, fired Ken Wisenhunt. They're acting like it's his fault. Uh, the Chargers just suck, so it's yeah. definitely not his fault. Okay. I can dig it. I'm not I'm not going to touch it, but I can dig it. Yeah. I'm going to uh, hometown heroes here in the town. Oakland finally playing what seems like a home game in forever. Yeah. Um, they're good playing old, against Detroit. Good old home game in London. That's right. That's right. Um, and Oakland started out at a pick. They've dropped to a minus two, even though most people are on Detroit, which I understand. Detroit is pretty hit or miss here. Yeah. But I think I think Oakland's got a – and this is crazy. But I think Oakland's got a good foundation of players, man. Got a great their O-line. O, their O-line might be the best in the league It went healthy. Yeah, I like the over in this game. I'm not mad at your pick at all. Okay, over's cool. Everybody's going over. Oh, are they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just love – you're like you said, Raiders O-line, solid. Josh Jacobs has been legit. He's amazing. Hopefully. And Tyrell Williams being healthy has opened up so much for Derek Carr. Uh, Darren Waller, I yeah. mean, guy's a baller. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go with the points here, even though it's only a, less than a field goal. I'm just going to stick with the money line. But if I needed to, if it did go up to two and a half, I probably would just take the points at that point just for the odds purposes. Yeah, I like the pick. Two more. I'm I'm done, so let's just rattle them off, my man. Got you. New England, 8-0. Everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. Totals open at a minus 6.5. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens coming off of a bye. Has now shaded to a minus 3. So Baltimore's getting 3 points here. Oh. I'm going Baltimore plus the points. And I think whatever it is, there's not even probably any of the same players that have played yeah. Tom Brady in the past five years on this Ravens defense, let alone on this team. Mm-hmm. But they just play New England hard every single time. Yeah. So, we talk about the creative coaching styles of Chris Peterson with Washington. John Harbaugh is pretty pretty amazing as an NFL coach. He's the kind of guy who pushes pushes boundaries in terms of new coaching strategies and styles, uh, going for two at random times of the game. Onside kicks. He's famous. He started out as a special team coach. As I was going to say, he's a special teams guy. Yeah, exactly. So he kind of comes up with these weird twists on special teams. Uh, I like the pick, especially off the bye. New England's famous for Bill Belichick. He singles out two players on the opposing team to take away. So the quarterback doesn't really know where to go with the ball. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson just running. I mean, the Patriots' D-line has been so solid this year, but Lamar Jackson, that speed, hopefully get outside the pocket. I think he wants to win so bad. He's so competitive. He'll make plays with his feet. And I think the Ravens actually have a lot of a lot of weapons. Yeah. Yeah. They just re-signed Willie Sneed. I thought that was kind of weird. 
He's been legit though, man. He's been he's kind of like the security blanket. Well, Obviously, here's what I like about the Ravens' offense as well. Back when Kaepernick was playing really well for the Niners, and the RPO was new to the league, even though the RPO has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. I think Roman is his last name. Was the OC? Okay. And he's know. now, I believe, the OC for Baltimore. So he's pretty much doing the same thing that he was doing with Kaepernick in San Francisco that he's doing with Lamar Jackson here. But I think Lamar Jackson's better than what Kaepernick was, at least athletically and with his feet. So uh, I, I think this game is either close and you get the cover, or New England just smokes him. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, Ka- the Kaepernick... Lamar Jackson comparison. That's an interesting one. It was interesting. But I, I, mean, I like the progression of Jackson from last year to this year. Kaepernick never really seemed to progress. No, he just was, you know, hot so, that one time. I think time will tell. I don't really have too much input on that now. But okay. yeah. Yeah, man. Ready for my first year? Yeah, let's hear it. Monday Night Football, baby. Dallas oh, Cowboys cool. taking the trip. Division rivals, New York Giants. New York Giants, I think, are finally going to be pretty close to healthy on offense here. Saquon, I believe, will be playing. Yep. Sterling Shepard is probably going to come back. Golden Tate's there. Evan Ingram's going to be playing. Daniel Jones, probably, I mean, even though he hasn't looked great, is maybe finding a little bit of rhythm with his offense. It's yeah. opened up at a minus nine for Dallas. Okay. New York Giants are now getting a touchdown worth of points. Yep. I love it. I love it. And I would tease it with the over, which is at now 48. But you love what side of it? I love the over. Okay. And I love the points. And I love a parlay with both. And I love a teaser with both. I'm going all in next Monday. It's going to be a big Monday for Germ. It's going to be huge. Big Monday. Yeah, huge. <laughs> Calling it now. Ride the train with me, folks. All right. I'm not – I mean, hey. The the Cowboys are also fully healthy on their offensive side of the ball. Um, I'm, I like the over, I, I like how both of our for sure's are over. So we're thinking over last, last week was a heavy under week and they actually kind of hit. We should have just stuck with unders apparently, uh, yeah. this week's heavy over week. So love it. Are we getting Josh on? We're not getting Josh on. I, I lost track of time and honestly, I'm not sure how it's going to work with this FaceTime. So I wouldn't worry about it. It's all good. I think yeah. we're good here. We talked a lot anyways. Yeah, we're almost, we're barely cutting an hour. So uh, thanks for listening, folks. Hopefully I can get Jeremy that login for Instagram, and we will post that new picture that Megan uh, killed it, and then we look amazing. Appreciate so, it. Uh, Jeremy, you got anything you want to say? No, yeah, just keep following us. Keep spreading the word about DGen Life. We're going to be posting some stuff, and I think what we'll do is we will post about the Kansas jersey yeah. decision. We're going to, Jeremy and I will be watching the games together on Sunday. I finally have the day off. So, uh, we'll have some live feed stuff coming for you guys. A little Instagram yeah, live action. That might, oh, let's do an Instagram live. Oh my God. Maybe yeah. for like the crunch time. Yeah, definitely. As what Scott Hansen calls the witching hour. The witching hour. Yeah. We won't even get into, Scott Hansen had some mishaps last week. People are not he's happy. Terrible. He's terrible. I mean, he's got a tough job, but yeah. I could do that. I job. could do that. Yeah. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, how do you?